Hi doctor, are you currently seeing patients with shoulder pain? What about frozen shoulder? What if I could teach you a neurological treatment system in which you could literally take a person from frozen, frozen shoulder to a full range of motion in two visits? And this system is so powerful that we guarantee results in two visits or we don't accept the patient for care. Hi, I'm Dr. Andy Barlow. I'm a board certified chiropractic neurologist. I also carry a fellowship in functional neurology and every Wednesday night at 5 p.m. I'm giving a one hour seminar free of charge. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help your community. I'm here to help our profession go to the next level. I personally look forward to seeing you every Wednesday night. I want to, I want to completely change your life and change your community's life. And I can help you do that because I've helped hundreds if not thousands of doctors from Europe to Canada, all the way to New Zealand with these types of health issues, okay? So I look forward to seeing you Wednesday night at 5 p.m. Central on the webinar. Have a great day. I look forward to seeing you on, on the internet. Probably have an old school website, just like this old school Voltron from the 80s. Here's the thing, video websites are dominating the entire internet right now. But only 3% of people have video websites. What is a video website? When there's continual movement. The beautiful thing about continual movement is that when you have movement, it keeps the buyer wanting to stay on the website. Here's the beautiful thing. If you look here at Dr. Mo's website, he is dominating, dominating, dominating. His website's everywhere. Not only that, but He's omnipresent. It's about time to get you out of the static world websites where they don't move, doesn't do anything for you, but come into the video websites where we dominate Google and get you omnipresent. It's time to step in the future of marketing. Make sure you click on the button in the bottom for a consultation and we'll get back with you. Hello everyone, this is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. I just wanted to thank you all so much for taking a look at our show. We have a special guest today. I'm really excited with Michaela Bensko. Uh, you can find her website at veteransinpain.org, veteransinpain.org. Today we have a, a phenomenal uh, title, not just title, but person. Um, when I saw Michaela's, uh, one of her videos, it was on LinkedIn, it really hit my heart and it hit me hard because I see the trials that she's gone through, but not just the trials, but whom and the people that she's trying to focus on helping. Um, again, it's veteransinpain.org. Our uh, title today is Pro Bono Medical Solutions for Veterans in Pain. Thank you so much, for Michaela, for being here on the show. It is a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited. So, wow! I know your story is it could be a, a Paramount movie, you know. And um, you know, tell us how how did you how did you get into pro bono uh, medical solutions for veterans? It's a real. It's actually kind of an interesting story. And and I always like to preface with the fact that I believe that when you end up in a mission such as ours and our team, uh, very much like you and and your wife and your endeavors, it's it's a mission that finds you, and it happens organically. So you know, there's really no. Um, I didn't have much to do with it. It just kind of fell into place. But to preface, yes, we provide, we facilitate actually orthobiologic and alternative medical solutions to veterans suffering from chronic pain. And we do this by, by uh, connecting volunteer physicians with our country's heroes nationwide. Now how it started is a little bit of a longer story. In 2006, my mother was an Air Force RN to preface. She had a post-operative uh, post-plastic uh, surgery recuperation facility in Beverly Hills. Did it for 20 years. And they were talking A-listers, uh, kings and queens, all that fancy stuff. Took care of people. 18,000 patient nights she retires. 
She sold the facility and went to retire in Palm Springs, but she's never one to retire. My mom's name is Maggie Lockridge and she's incredible. So whenever she has a thought, something happens and it's, it's usually rather, rather drastic. Mm -hmm. And so she saw on 2020, she saw the Bob Woodruff special and he was discussing not only his TBI, but one thing that she did notice was how so many of our veterans so young were being discharged from the VA mechanically functioning, but certain things were not being addressed, which are really important to young people trying to return to, to civilian life, such as dating and, and getting married and having kids. And uh, a lot of that happens to be aesthetic, but not only could she address aesthetics, her concept was uh, getting together a network of physicians and so she did, it was rebuilding America's warriors and they provide, they still do provide pro bono reconstructive surgery to troops returning from war, 9-11 forward, combat wounded. And she wow. developed a network of physicians. We have over 500 doctors in all 50 states, about 500, I believe, maybe a little less in all 50 states. And it facilitated about a thousand procedures so far. But that's from complete dental reconstructions to uh, replacing a bicep to the very first veteran that ever came to our program. His name is Paul McQuig out of Miramar. And he had a, a terrible speech impediment on the phone. And he was trying to explain what happened to him was he was in an IED explosion and the steering wheel had exploded into his face and shattered his jaw. So the way that he was discharged was he had a feeding tube in his stomach because his tongue was melded to his bottom palate. And his left him. He had a three-year-old little boy named Sebastian who just graduated high school. And my mom just kind of thought out of the box as one of our very first veterans. And she said, no, I have a, uh, I found a tongue cancer reconstructive specialist out of St. Louis, Missouri. And we flew him out there with his mom. And that Thanksgiving, he called my mom and said, you know, I just ate my first bite of turkey. And, um, and so he's mm -hmm. been very, dear to us and and that was the moment that 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 was the moment where this has to happen this has to move forward and uh and so with that said i worked as a uh, vice president of bra from 2006 forward in 2011 i had an accident of my own and that was in my driveway of all things but the electric tailgate of my car was coming down as i was standing up and if it had hit me on the top of my head that would have been one thing that would be like a soccer ball we'd be fine but it was a perfect storm where as i was standing up the electric tailgate was coming down with such force and it was designed in such a way that it didn't just go back up and so the pressure was such that it in the it went in my temple the corner of the tailgate lodged in my temple and with that force it inverted my cervical spine and the way I went down I already had a very delicate lumbar spine and it blew out my L4 or 5 L5 S1 so with that said unbeknownst to me um, I had developed with within a month uh, uh, CRPS, complex regional pain syndrome, within my cervical spine. And it's one of the most painful conditions that uh, on the McGill pain scale of one to 10, it's technically a thousand. Mm. And cure, and you can only treat symptoms. I had no idea what this was or that it existed. Started just going into uh, surgeries, ended up, long story short, had my first surgery was cervical and lumbar at the same time. They flipped me on the table, over-traumatized my spine. And within weeks, I lost the use of my legs and ended up over the next few months also losing 70% of my right arm. So also with that asymmetrical loss, that dystonia, um, uh, that, that, that's a, a, actually a symptom of ALS or, or MS. So we were definitely going down that road of trying to find the physician to find an answer as to why this is happening because they would look on the MRI or whatever and they and it looked fine and so it wasn't their fault and it did it looked beautiful but you can't see chronic pain as a centralized systemic autoimmune disease that it is on any scan now the only thing that you can find and this is what they found later on was and this is the second if not the they're actually kind of parallel one another on the top of the McGill scale 
uh, is arachnoiditis. So arachnoiditis is when there's, and the same with CRPS. It can be caused, CRPS can be caused by an injury or a surgery, a tap on your elbow that maybe was just a little too firm, but you wouldn't think anything of it. Where the body uh, senses that there's been attack somewhere, um, somewhere in your system or, or one of your joints or somewhere in your body. And so it, it thinks of it as an exterior attack, and so it starts attacking and trying to defend itself with an autoimmune response. Now, that can begin with inflammation manifesting itself in some way, even within the spinal cord, my cervical spine. Um, but what happened with me with CRPS, it happened to begin, uh, CRPS was in my cervical spine, and after all the surgeries, and I also had an intrathecal pain pump, inserted so it's a machine that's in my abdomen with a tube that goes around the side and it drops uh, very delicately these very minute uh, doses of a mixture of medications where you would have to take 300 times that amount orally in order to receive the same pain relief so it goes directly into the opioid receptors but every single time there was a um, that something interfered within the dura of the spinal cord. It could happen with an epidural, with a mother going in for the very first time for pain relief. Uh, and so again, it's an autoimmune response where the nerves within the dura of the spine try to protect themselves by developing plaque around the nerves. So if you think about it, arachnoid, arachnoiditis, arachnoid is like a spider. Your nerves are like a spider. And with this plaque development, what it does is it creates these traumatizing neurological contractions within your spinal cord. And nobody could figure out what it was. Went to a dozen doctors. Nobody had a clue. Finally found a physician that knew to do a specific MRI. Look at a particular place on the MRI and diagnosed me with arachnoiditis. Now, with that said, kind of backtrack a little bit, during this period of time, I was in bed for six years, 80, 90% of the time, because every time I would place just a little bit of pressure on my tailbone, my spine would go into these neurological contractions, which were, I don't even say essentially, they were exactly, I've had four kids, so they were exactly like labor contractions and, and at the same level, and they would last three to four minutes at a time, and they would return every 10 to 15 minutes around the clock, so oh I was in bed for so long. Now. Having tried everything, 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 every medication you can imagine, cervical spine stimulator, lumbar spine stimulator, intrathecal pain pump, um, acupuncture, uh, neurobiofeedback, ketamine infusions, <laughs> you name it. I did physical therapy, nothing. So a friend of mine said to me, there's this doctor that's doing a procedure and it's this thing, it's stem cells. And I went, stem cell, you got to be kidding me. That's snake oil. I'm not doing stem cell. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. <laughs> that is too simple. <laughs> and that's not possible. And so I said, you're my guinea pig. Because she happened to have arachnoiditis, which is one in a billion chance because she lived wow. a mile. And I was helping her pick out wheelchairs before she left. So she goes in. And we're talking the next day, within 48 hours of her stem, this was a systemic stem cell transplant, adipose derived, meaning liposuction, cellular extraction. Now, this is a very delicate procedure, can only be done, it's not within FDA compliance protocols, can only be done within a study. So I really want to preface with that, that how important it is that, that uh, at any time that these procedures are even looked at, that you're very, very, very careful and should really go out of the country in order to be able to obtain these procedures, which is something that we're working on, by the way. Oh, wow. So long story short is um, she, 48 hours later, she could move the toes on her left foot that she hadn't moved in 13 years. And within six weeks, she was walking her son to school. So I said yes, wow. um, but here's the rub. It was $23,000. And when you're enduring a medical challenge of any kind for anybody, you're, you know, your finances are, are 
destroyed by the time you finally get to a solution you would never consider because it seems so impossible. You've already spent your money on the other things that are more proven. So a family friend donated the funds for me to be able to obtain this procedure. And the very next morning I woke up and I haven't had one spinal contraction since then. Wow. Not one. I lived with them for six years. So this was my answer. I was allowed for some reason, for some reason, I, I hung in there. And who knows why some people hang in there that one answer longer or that one hope longer. But I happened to. And the results I received were so life altering that there are very few words to even attempt to describe it. But within a couple months, about two months, I was ready and I went into physical therapy three to five days a week for a year. And I, the, I, I got the use of my legs again. Um, my, muscular, my muscles came back. My wow. brain, um, th this is interesting too, the brain muscle messages uh, started returning. I have my right arm back uh, about maybe 85%, still pretty weak in my hand. I'm still in a wheelchair outside of the house. I don't even care. I have increased my quality of life by at least 75%, 80%. No more contractions in the spine? What's that? No more contractions in the spine? No, mm -mm. not one. And that's what made life unlivable. You know, and so I was saying, gosh, then this is what I hear a lot from veterans that apply to us. Just give me 10, you know, give, give me 20%. 30% is good. Right. Ask for more than 30%, you know. Um, but with the level at which our orthobiologic research has, has, has risen and um, the quality of individuals that we have been able to bring on our team. Um, I mean, quality, not only as far as um, uh, research and knowledge and history within the science, but ethically and morally and their passion for our veterans is, is more than I could ever, ever dream of or ask for. And so in 2018, I founded Veterans in Pain. Uh, we're nationally, you know, approved IRS uh, nonprofit and received that status. But it was a very slow and steady process. I knew how to do it because we'd done it with Rob. So that scaffolding was right. there. And I knew that could be possible. It Foundation. was how to do it responsibly and properly within the science that is a delicate science to discuss and also to learn about, right? So I worked very hard knowing what I didn't know mm -hmm. and finding the people that did know what I needed to know and kind of immersing myself in this boot camp of orthobiologics. What is it really? And realizing that the term stem cell is so it's 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 so not fitting of the field and that only a portion of the procedures are even stem cell and uh, how much of the uh, misinformation is out there that anyone including myself could have gotten so wrapped up in oh there's all these doctors out there that are doing these procedures and they're all stem cell well they it must be they must be good at it <laughs> you know that's your layman's kind of you know perception going in and fortunately enough that i i was surrounded by the right people where it was a a, a reboot from the start of understanding even looking at a website the, you, there, are, there are tells the minute you look at a website over promising, mentioning stem cells, uh, you know, um, and, and, and mentioning pain and they can, they can cure your pain. The whole science of stem cells, the whole science of chronic pain actually is something that very few truly understand and that chronic pain is essentialized systemic autoimmune disease. But there are symptoms of it joint specifically, which are very treatable within FDA compliance guidelines, utilizing solutions such as PRP for spine using BMAC. 
um, you know, and then researching where the authentic studies are. I happen to have to pay $23,000 to be a part of a study. That's not a study. It saved my life. I but hey, I could ever send one of my veterans to that doctor, which kills me because I know what it did for me. So having to approach it methodically, strategically, and carefully with people that understand how it should be done has been um, the has been the the greatest gift in in launching veterans in pain. To tell you the truth, yeah. How did you come? Okay. I see your story, but how did you get into the, the point of saying, I'm going to go the veteran's direction? Because like, this is my life. I'd been doing that for so many years. Mm -hmm. And we were providing reconstructive surgeries to troops. Okay. And so we became very, very close. And part of that was such a bonding experience that when I had experience such chronic pain this is a really good question there was a group of about six or seven veterans from the beginning of raw that were there for me during that period of time and in our discussions what i what i what i was taught and and what i realized was that these conditions very similar to my own arachnoiditis crps chronic pain conditions you may hurt your knee but then it's in your shoulder yeah. that it travels whoa you know, um, and so with their, in my communications with them and our dialogue, it was so evident that this is what they did, but it wasn't offered, it wasn't possible, it was too expensive, or even if their system, their healthcare system was stating that they did offer it, the inaccessibility of it was so daunting that the approvals or denials for even an appointment to be considered were being dictated by those who in administration who didn't have a medical background didn't understand the science at all um, and were just and didn't know uh, the patient had never seen them the veteran and so things that they were attempting to provide, the system is still such that it works against itself for the veterans and whether or not they were covering it, right? And then if they were looking at it in the civilian field, how do you know which physician is legitimate to go to? How do you know that product has the quality, it, it's a, is at the quality it's supposed to be in order to be effective and is that product appropriate for that region of the body? Hmm. Very interesting. I like, I like where you're going now. That, that makes a hundred percent sense. But my, the big thing that keeps blinking in my head, let's pretend I'm a veteran and I have vertigo. So is this just for someone that for stem cells or is this for, for a veteran that has say vertical or um, how does that work? Bye sweetheart. I love you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> We'll have more. Don't worry. You're funny. We're gonna together. <laughs> That's why I put the sign there. You know, kind of covers the door. And <laughs> they're all walking by right behind us. <laughs> Here's another one. Yes, dear. Is it okay if maybe Grace comes over? No, it's fine. Yes, that's fine. Okay, thank you. Bye. That's two. And the only reason you're not getting the other two is that they're out of the city. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. and I have 26, almost 24, and 17, is, and then 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, the 15-year-old. Yeah, we have a, a 13, 14. I know. I know. Very similar. 10-year-old who looks like he's five, but, you know, he's, he's awesome. But that's the cuter they are, the longer. The I know. They can't get angry, right? I, know. I mean, that's <laughs> No, I know. When he was a baby, I was like, I was like, yeah. he's just like been a baby forever. I, I actually like this. <laughs> but, but my question was, so I have, so let's just say you have a veteran that has struggles, vertigo, and he, you know, as you and I know, and I'm not bagging on VAs, but they're limited, very limited. Um, you know, I have a friend who struggles with, and he's a veteran who struggled with vertigo really bad. And it's sad that he, I have to see him continually struggle with it and there's nothing they can do. 
Do you guys help people with some things with things like that also or? Well, here's the here's the interesting thing is that it's very much part of that process is when a veteran first step a veteran does is they fill out and I'll get to that. It will make sense in just a second. So they'll fill out the application form on our website. So it's veteransinpain.org and they just click on veteran application. And we ask very specific questions because that way in the end, whatever symptoms that you're offering or that you're putting down, we can consider those in a more holistic perspective, right? First off. So we, we inquire as to um, the circumstance, circumstances, we inquire as to the circumstances surrounding perhaps what is an initial injury, or is it a degenerative process over time? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and were you exposed to toxic exposure, burn pits? Did you work burn pits? These are all questions now that we're adding to the application because when they come with one particular uh, condition and say it is vertigo, the most important thing about our application process is our Zoom meetings. And I set up a Zoom meeting with every single veteran applicant, and it's a minimum of an hour. I want to know who they are. I want to know their, their situation, wow. family life. How has it affected their family um, in, in order of, you know, worst to least? Like, what can we address first? Um, what, what occurred and and then and then after that, um, did you happen to see uh, certain symptoms start um, be- becoming evident? And so perhaps in that conversation, we can come to oh he did man burn pits he 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 did experience toxic exposure toxic toxic chemical exposure, mm-hmm. or um, uh, and then with that we can kind of begin that conversation with what the possibilities are, and that is definitely one of them, but also why. So any veteran with vertigo, and it occurred after service or or after they were exposed to these chemicals, and that is pretty much what happens, right? And it's a combination of things. It's really just, you know, it's really just one thing. But with toxic chemical exposure, you're inhaling toxic chemicals because in these burn pits, I don't know if everybody understands exactly what burn pit is, but burn pit is literally kind of what it sounds like. So when they were deployed to Iraq, there were these deep holes in the ground in which the people that were already there, they were burning things in there. They were, they were destroying furniture. And then it turned into the, um, putting in um, uh, chemical warfare, uh, toxic chemicals, nuclear waste, ammo, weaponry, you know, you name it, they went into these pits, which our own soldiers manned without any protection. Not only that, not only were they breathing this in, but the encampments were as well. These were all placed within the vicinity of encampments. So we have thousands and thousands of veterans now who have returned, not understanding what's going on with their body, where all of a sudden they can't breathe as well, but they don't know why. Or maybe their lungs look fine on a scan, but they can't walk up a flight of stairs. But what many don't understand is that because you breathed it in, it does make sense. Of course, when you mention it, like a hot, it's like one of those aha moments, but it becomes a systemic condition because whatever's going into your lungs is going into your system. It goes into your system. It goes into your brain and you literally end up with hardcore symptoms of clinically diagnosable PTSD or TBI. Mm-hmm. You can look on an MRI scan and there's these areas that are definitive areas for the diagnosis of PTSD that are lit up in the scan, but they didn't see anything or witness anything traumatic, right? So how could it, how could they have PTSD, but they have all the symptoms of it and it shows on the scan. 
So that's another topic too. That's another discussion I really want to touch on as to the mechanical effects. Also, we talk about autoimmune conditions and autoimmune responses. This happens in the brain as well. So let's put toxic chemicals aside and this will, then, then this will all connect to the vertigo symptoms. So put toxic chemicals aside. There's a study that we were, that we were privy to out of Beverly Hills with Sean Berman. He was doing his PhD thesis and what he noticed was you have all of these veterans that were experiencing uh, PTSD, but weren't, uh, they weren't deployed or weren't privy to uh, traumatic events, yet their brains were lighting up in the same areas and they were experiencing the same symptoms. And so his theory was the one common denominator that all veterans have is their exposure to highly concussive randomized sounds over time. Beginning with boot camp, moving forward, you have not only, you have um, weapon discharge, you have explosions, but you also have highly concussive airplane engine noises or, or airborne, right? So when they jump, you have um, the, the air that's, that's literally accosting your head and your brain, the air pressure, as well as the sound of the engines, but it goes on and it goes on, you know, even if you're working in mechanics in the military, that that is causing your brain to have this autoimmune response where, how does it protect itself? Inflammation. You build inflammation around the brain to protect itself, which also can result in scar tissue. These are all putting pressure on these areas of the brain that are causing these symptoms, right? So one of two ways. So what he did is he took um, a, a batch of mice or rats, I'm not sure, but he exposed them, plenty of, I don't know, they got little veins. I don't know how he did this. <laughs> but he did a, a, create a clinical setting, right, which mimics that exposure. And then he had a, a group of veterans and he, he, had, he had MRI scans on the group of mice, on the veterans and compared them. Well, their brains lit up in the same places, which is crazy enough on its own, right? So then he did an IV systemic stem cell transfer and within six weeks, the areas of the brains on the mice had gone down and the symptoms with the veterans had dissipated as well as those areas in a new scan had all gone down and dissipated. And there's no way. So wow. it's very telling that so many, so much, so much can occur due to these different types of exposure that are being dismissed as um, uh, a, a psychological issue. And you wonder why all of these thousands of veterans have PTSD and they're going to their therapists, they're going to their pain psychologists or their psychiatrists and nothing's getting better. It's like breaking an arm and wishing it better. So it's, it's, it's frustrating, but what I'm inspired by is that orthobiologics is the field where these solutions are possible. Am I saying we're there yet? No, but we're getting there. And there are certain studies going on right now where they're able to address systemically these inflammatory factors within the body. You know, I will never say that stem cells or orthobiologics in nature cure chronic pain. But what they do do is 90% of pain is inflammation. Yep. Inflammation causes chronic pain. The scar tissue that it causes causes chronic pain. So if you can attack the inflammation, you're halfway there. But then you have the introduction of these orthobiologics, which in their nature, they alone don't do anything really. I mean, you can put them into an area that's bone on bone with no soft tissue present, and they're not going to do anything. They're just going to sit there. But what they do do is that they have RNA messaging factors. They have RNA messaging factors where they have the information where they can instruct other cells currently present to be able to regenerate. They tell them to regenerate is what they do and to create exactly what is already there, but then they just regenerate what's there. So that's why you're, you have to be very careful by, by not addressing chronic pain or stem cells as, uh, as this, this miracle um, or that they cure pain. No, 
what they do is this very mechanical um, uh, procedure, you know, on a scientific regenerative level, and then the results of that can be pain relief. But let's get back to vertigo. So whether or not it's toxic exposure, whether or not you have an autoimmune response due to highly concussive sounds and inflammation with it, either way, it's inflammation within the brain. Right. Anything that's impacting the brain is impacting anything or any message potentially that needs to go to a certain part of your body. So you can have toxic brain exposure of some kind or have this inflammatory condition in your brain and you can be short of breath because your lungs won't you know, function quite properly. Or you can have arrhythmia um, conditions where your heart is just off, you know, or, or it's, it's not regular. You don't have a you don't have a regular heartbeat. Well, how could that be attributed to toxic chemical right. exposure? Well, you get a sleep apnea, right? It's all dictated by the brain. And if you have these issues going on with your brain that are impeding those messages from functioning properly, then, you know, the messages aren't going to get through and you're going to start having these symptoms very much like vertigo. Wow. What would you say to somebody right now that are veterans that are out there? There's a lot of veterans that have just given up. I mean, and they're just, whatever, they're staying in pain, which is really sad. You know, they're going to VA and again, I'm not bagging on VA, you know, they're there to help, but a lot of them don't, the VA doesn't have a lot of those tools. And so some people are like, well, you know, I know I would love to, I would love to do something like this, Michaela, but VA is not going to afford it. They're not going to be able to, it's, I'm just saying it always comes back to the, the mighty dollar. Right. What would you say to somebody like that? I was you. I was there. I was at that point. I have four amazing kids and I have an incredible husband that I love more than life who I've been with for over 20 years. He's my everything. And, and a lot of people look at people in chronic pain that take their lives and they call them selfish or that they don't understand what they're doing to people and they don't understand the level of what chronic pain can do to a person. And it's not about wanting to stay that minute longer. It's whether or not you physically can. It's literally, when I talk about somebody ripping out my spinal cord, that's exact. Now imagine how long that you could survive that. And, and that's the reality of it. Now that said, that said, I hung in there that one hope longer and who knows if you haven't exhausted everything that's why we're here we're the only organization that does this only because i i happen to be a person who happened to be a part of another organization that my family founded and this is the way our minds work and then this happened and it was a light bulb moment of why don't our veterans have this this is ridiculous because this could change everything this could change their world. It could change the science of, of, of within their networks. So our goal, to be very clear, is that we don't have to exist. So uh, we have efforts ongoing right now. We just launched an IRB uh, certified study, a retroactive study, on anonymously with our veterans partaking through our program, collecting that data on their recoveries from the very beginning so we understand exactly how this is assisting them or not. We're not here with an agenda. We want to know. We want to have the answers. But if nobody's doing it in a way that's accessible to the world, then it's going to be very difficult for them to be able to obtain these types of solutions. You know, um, <clears throat> sorry. So we have, <clears throat> we have a long-term initiative and our goal is it's a, a the VIP uh, regenerative therapies for veterans act. And it's for government funding of orthobiologic solutions for our country's heroes. There's no reason that they shouldn't have access to some type of fund for these alternative solutions. They say that they're not proven. Oh, they've been proven in many different ways with different programs and universities, but nobody's talking to each other. It's there and it does work, but it needs to work smart and it needs to be done within parameters that are structured and have heavy oversight by people in the know, not government personnel, but 
people like our chief science officer, Dr. Ashim Gupta. He is the, one of the most knowledgeable human beings in the world on regenerative science and what, what dictates a quality product, what works, what doesn't work, which conditions are, which um, mesenchymal cells are more effective with certain conditions. We're very, very, very um, adamant about whatever program that we create that it's one that's done where the FDA can walk in and, even, and say, we want to be a part of this, let's make this happen. But in the meantime, we need to get the word out that our veterans need this and that it truly can be right, it is right now, the only science where solutions are happening, where help is occurring for these veterans with conditions, whereas Western science has told every single one of them, there's nothing we can do for you, in and outside of the VA. And so we just partnered with Burn Pits 360. This is something I'm incredibly excited about. So Rosie Torres and Leroy Torres, Leroy was able um, to go through our program and we just built a bond and I just fell in love with them both and their passion for what they do regarding Burn Pit. They're a DOD sanctioned registry. So you can go to burnpits360.org. Please get your name in there. We're partnering with them to bring uh, the condition of Burn Pit syndrome and the disease that it is to our orthobiologic community and its researchers. Nine out of 10 of the physicians that I speak to right now have not heard of Burn Pit. Unless we marry those two entities, the veteran community and the orthobiologic research community, these service-born conditions are not addressed or not able to be addressed right now by Western medicine because the way it occurs is on such a cellular level that it's almost impossible to address them otherwise. Wow, and when did this, and when did this format, format, when did this come together? Is this just recently? The legislative initiative or the partnership? The partnership. Or everything. Um, that occurred, let's see, we worked with Leroy in March. And the results were such that within about six, weeks, eight weeks, I just had a discussion with Rosie as to the differences it did make. We still have a long road, but the differences that it did make were life-altering to the degree, not only that it showed that in this field such things are possible, but that so much more is possible if we, if we just keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, um, Burn Pit is the Agent Orange of this generation. Nobody mm -hmm. wants out loud but it is and we're looking at gulf war syndrome we're looking at uh, agent orange you know we we our organization doesn't discriminate as to war era at all or whether or not you were injured in combat or or not um right. you signed up to sacrifice the quality of your life for our country and that's all we need to know wow now, the more, we have a lot of combat wounded veterans that come through a lot that were deployed we have a lot that weren't you know, but their conditions, many of them stem, believe it or not, from training or boot camp or hazing in boot camp, you know, and nobody talks about that or they're afraid to ask for help because they feel like, well, I wasn't wounded in combat or I wasn't hurt while I was deployed. Well, you know what? You're just as, you're just as important and deserve every ounce of reverence that anybody who did has to me to us, and that's how it should be. So, and so many of our veterans, they don't have the disability rating they deserve. And that's another thing that we get feisty about. So we work with different facets that are liaisons for us in different ways. So we also uh, assist veterans that have difficulty obtaining their property um, disability rating, and we connect them with certain individuals in the know that can. And also post-procedurally, we're still there. So we've designed our post-procedure directives and uh, our, our, um, our network very much like the chronic pain program that I went through through UCLA, directed by Dr. Joshua Prager. And that includes, and you cannot ever have one modality to, mm -hmm. to, to cure anything or to, to, yeah. to treat condition. It has to be all-encompassing and holistic. So we work with um, Cord Health. 
which is a, an online virtual physical therapy platform. And they offer back and knee support and also one-on-one -on -one support, but it's free to our veterans in our program so that once they receive their treatment, they can still get their physical therapy and they don't have to go anywhere in COVID or just because it's hard to get anywhere still because you're suffering from chronic pain. We, you know, it takes time. The, the cellular cycle of regenerative cells, is, it takes nine months to uh, a year, uh, really 24 months for the cells to actually complete their cycle. Um, and, and so it's a long period of time, but we also work where we refer to givenhour.org, right? And that's a nonprofit that offers civilian uh, psychologists an hour a week, they offer their time. Neurobiofeedback, and we've also, partnered with Restore out of San Antonio. And so they're, they, oh my God, they're amazing. So they just offered cryogenic therapy and ozone therapy, a whole series wow. of, of wow. these treatments to one of our veterans out of San Antonio in need. Um, and, and so I'm a firm believer that you, you can't just, just a stem cell transplant is not gonna make the life you wanna lead. It, it can help to a certain degree. But why would you not do everything you can? Plus, it's so self-empowering, including nutritionally. So an anti-inflammatory diet is absolutely mm -hmm. essential. Um, and there's, we, there's also things that we talk about before and after treatment. You cannot take NSAIDs, anti-inflammatories, um, you know, Advil, ibuprofen, two weeks prior, nor two weeks post. And that's a whole other scientific right. thing why we can go into that. But after that, and before that, and you'd be amazed at how much of your pain can be eliminated simply by the choices you make every day. Uh, you know, on, you drink alcohol or you eat sugar or anything white, pretty much, turns yeah. into carbohydrate, which turns to sugar, and sugar causes inflammation. So, you know, education is a huge component of ours, too. Wow. I, I can, it's funny because my wife was going to, was supposed to do this first show, probably have her do another one because I, I see there's a lot. There's a lot that you have on your heart and not only that, but also the solutions to helping people. And that's huge. You know, I always hear about the problem, but we never see a lot about the solution. And I believe that you have a solution to help many more. I have some friends that, like I said, that, that are struggling with, with, um, you know, post post-traumatic syndrome and stuff like that, stress syndrome because of being in a war and stuff like that. And then having to have the vertigo at the same time. So, you know, my heart is, is, is for, especially veterans. I mean, I come from a long line of veterans anyways. Uh, I try to go into the, in the military. My grandfather sat me down and he goes, uh, there's been enough bloodshed on our family. You need to, I was like, okay, grandpa, you know, I, not, I, it didn't help that I was, you know, him and I were like best friends, you know, <laughs> I, I listened to my grandfather, but, with that, with that on the other end, I, I want to say thank you so much for being on our show and uh, you're a blessing, Michaela, and everybody out there, please take a look at veteransinpain.org. Here's a great thing, everyone. I need everyone to share this video. Sharing, sharing this video is loving people on your social media because one video can change one person's life. I know for a fact that this video can change somebody's life or lives. So, and also my veteran friends out there, if you're in pain, just pick up the phone and then call the phone number on the screen. Anyways, thank you so much, Michaela. And uh, I pray the best for your, your, for, for the venture that God has put you on this path. Cause I know that he has brought you to become light to hundreds of thousands of people. And I see that. And, uh, if I say one thing and I have to touch on that, I have to, I have to, I have to because <laughs> Every single uh, episode I went through, every three to four minute of hell that I endured, the one thing, I had a mantra every single time was, God, there has to be a purpose, there has to be a meaning, there has to be a purpose, there has to be a meaning. That's what I said every single time. Yeah. And so when I say this found me, it really did. It was an aha, it was, oh yes, that was a knowing, oh, that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it was just... <laughs> Easy. It wasn't hard to do at all. And um, so, you know, I'll take that grace today for sure. That's awesome. And uh, again, thank you so much. And everyone share this out there like crazy. Anyways, have a great day. And um, I'm sure we're going to see you uh, real soon again. Probably be with uh, my wife, Tori. Anyways, uh, it was a pleasure. Have a great day.
Through Todd. And then he told me about his stem cell work after he got shot. And he's like, you really got to come try this. It's really great. And I said, okay, I'll call. And I contacted your mom and said, you know, here's my gig. And she's like, we can make it happen. So 54 years of damage. Right. But now I feel like I'm 35. It allowed me to do things that I used to be able to do again. Right. You know, like, oh, I can walk five miles now without horrific pain. And uh, it's a treatment. It's like any other treatment. It's like instead of taking drugs to mask pain, this is a treatment to hopefully fix damaged tissue. Right. Uh, and it's okay, wonderful. So I'm fixing damaged tissue and it feels much better than taking an opioid or uh, any other pain med and it's not hurting my body. It's, I'm not relying upon someone else now. You know, I don't have to wait for someone to mail me drugs or I don't have to go see a doctor to get more drugs. You're like, okay, I have systemic long-term historic pain. You know, the VA knows it, my doctors know it, everybody knows it. So that's all wiped out, you know, so now I don't have to wait on anybody. It's, it's my body healing me. It's bonus. No drugs, no damage to the liver, no damage to the kidneys. It's a good gig. You should try it. I know. It sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So what would you tell to someone who is skeptical about uh, an alternative solution for chronic pain? A, do your research, right? Always do your research. Talk to everybody else who's done it. Uh, this regenerative stuff, okay, your body makes it, just not enough anymore. If you could sum up your experience in a few words, what would you say? In a few words. Your, anyone's long-term health should always be their own goal. And to recognize that, hey, there are other ways to treat health. Um, some people do it through exercise, food, mental, um, spiritual, whatever. But those paths are open all the time it's just ha having the willingness to say, I will try this path. Tell more veterans, get the word out, get more doctors on board, you know, get more people to go, hey, this does work, and hopefully inject it into the mainstream where people go. So to speak. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, this is a good alternative. You know, forget the drugs, go to this. I mean, like I said, I would do this all day long, every day. You know, hook me up because it works, it, I mean, proof's in the pudding.